us into our lives. So let's dive deeper into the role that God has called us to be. Relax, grab some tea, and chat with When I smile, I shine so bright, I'm grooming with the seven day and night. Say, mom, listen to Lord till I die, and I know he's making moves in my life. Welcome to another episode of the Four Moms Podcast, your favorite moms hangout. I am your host, Allison Nick, and here we talk about all of the highs and lows of life after baby. You will receive your full postpartum advantage that includes mom's tips on faith, mental care, relationships, and more. We are postpartum's advantage. We are here for you, sis, and we understand. Now, let's start the show. Hey, hey, mom friends. So I am super, super excited about this episode, y'all. This was actually my first um, live recorded episode from Instagram. And so I've cut it down some, but um, there is a live on this. So if you would like to watch it, you can definitely go to our Instagram page at The Calling FM. Um, I recorded on the business page, but um, it was pretty cool. I did an amazing interview with um, Demetra. You'll hear more about her within the show and everything that she does, but it was just simply amazing. So this is actually going to be a two-parter. We're doing mom safety this week, and the next week we're going to talk about kids' safety and different things that we can do not only keep us safe this week, but keep our kids safe. And so I try to give y'all every aspect of motherhood (laughs) as best I can. And then on the live, we do have some, if you go and watch the video, there were some things that I took out. um, So it is especially on the live Instagram video, but also on the, um, there's also some hand movements that she did that um, we try to explain as best we can, but you can definitely go over there and watch it. Um, For another, for a mommy 411 Guess what, y'all? We ranked number 17 in the category of kids and family in the Bahamas. Y'all, I never even been to the Bahamas. I guess one of those places that I want to go, but it shows you so much that after I quit my job in 2019, March 2019 to be exact, God told me to go and, um, God told me to go and create this podcast and where I was just like, yo, I want to be an international speaker. God has the this podcast reaching countries that I've dreamed of visiting countries that and cities that I've never heard of. Just places on the map that if I were to throw a dart and it would hit on the map, it's like, oh, it's there. Wow. So this is truly a blessing. And I do thank you. Everybody that listens to the podcast, um, but I got to do a big shout out to the Bahamas this week because <laughs> y'all definitely did that. So special, 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 big thank you to you guys. But um, y'all, I'm just really excited about this episode. So I'm not going to hold y'all up any longer. Let's just go ahead and get into it. With me, this is my first slide with the guest. So I was just like, she going to request. What do I do? Oh, <laughs> so easy, so easy. Hi, everybody. I know. Thank y'all. Thank you, ladies, for joining in. So, 
Um, I wanted to do this live recording because Miss Demetra is a self-defense coach, teacher, everything. And so I want to do this live recording not only for the podcast, but just so you ladies could actually see some of the moves that we're going to be talking about and doing. So um, I want to first kind of talk um, just real quick. I'll let you do your intro and do all of your stuff as well. But um, I wanted to first say that I think a lot of times as women, as moms, we can feel um, physically, not mentally, physically um, weaker and stuff because we are essentially uh, um, of our species, the weaker of the two. And so, um, but I think it's great because Demetri here gives us a lot of great tools on how to learn. And I was watching the movie um, Spencer. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix with Mark Wahlberg. And the black dude from Black Panther. Anyway, um, <laughs> I forgot his name. But Mark Wahlberg said a really good line. I thought it was great to at least bring up. And he said, "You don't have to be like really big and strong to knock somebody out." I no, mean, like, I didn't see that. Yeah, <laughs> the dude in the bathroom. Yeah, yes, you know. <laughs> no. You know. So I thought it was good. She was like, "You don't have to be strong to knock nobody out." And I was like, "I was like, you know what?" You're right. Like you have to, you have to just know the right tools or have the right weapons, have the right teaching, the right knowledge to do certain things. Right. Um, and that is what Miss Demetra is here to do. Okay, people. <laughs> and so uh, I'm really excited. We're not talking about power physically, but we're going to be talking about power within your voice and verbally as well. So it's going to be good. Y'all take notes. Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Demetra Bradley. I am the owner of Boxing Defense and Protection, where I teach self-defense to young girls and women. Um, I am also a full-time law enforcement professional, so that is where I obtain my skills and also a U.S. Army veteran. So um, I am excited to be here. I'm a new mom. I have me a a 10-month-old little girl, and I'm just excited to, to watch her grow up, and so... Um, this let me see, let me turn it over just a little bit. Go ahead. This is Bob. Hey, Bob. <laughs> We've met before. <laughs> and we're gonna be doing this a little bit later for um live demonstration. So let's yes. go. Yes, I'm so excited. So I want to first talk about the importance of your voice. Um, and obviously you tell more about that. Um, and just why is it so important to use your voice as a defense tool? Okay, so your voice is a weapon. I say the word weapon, not even a defense tool. It is a weapon because uh, using your voice, people can hear you. And that's what you always want is somebody to be able to hear what is going on. Uh, With this being the 21st century, everybody around the corner has their cell phones out. They're trying to record something before they're trying to help somebody. So you may have that one in 10 that's going to call 911 if they see or hear something going on. Uh, While that one in 10 is calling and the other nine are filming, you want to make sure that you're on, on camera saying, you know, I told, stop, back up, leave me alone, yeah. get back, or whatever. You want to make sure you're on camera saying all of those things because you want it to be clear, um, no doubt in anybody's mind that you did not want that to happen. You wanted this person to get off of you. You wanted this person to leave you alone, that type of stuff. So um, it's definitely a weapon. Also, speaking, just the simple hello that you can say to somebody if you see them walking down the street or in a park or whatever, um, saying hello, looking them in the face, 
letting them know that you recognize them and that you see them, that is enough for them to be like, okay, she's not looking down. She doesn't, you know, she's looking she at me. She sees me. She may be able to pick me out of a lineup, so I'm not going to mess with her today. I'm going to pick somebody else as my victim. Yeah. So that's yeah. a weapon. They're going somewhere else. You're deterring. You're stopping that crime from happening. So. Exactly. And I think, um, so I took Demetra's class in um, February. We, went, we met a couple of years ago, but I finally got a chance to take her class in February. And I think for me, that was the most important topic that you spoke of because... Yeah. Um, I can be an extrovert in small, small crowds, small groups, but in crowds, I'm very shy. And so um, for me, speaking is actually like if I was in trouble, I would be more of just like freezing and just backing up versus actually saying something. So for me, that was really good. And I really appreciated how you even just had us repeating and practicing speaking in um, situations on what you're going to say. Because for me, practicing it before it actually happens is was very key. So exactly. I really appreciate that. And even if you think about, like you said, your voice is a weapon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, we talk about that in praise and worship from a spiritual standpoint, how your voice and mm-hmm. affirmations and things like that is a weapon. But if you think about it, because I watch crime shows all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Ooh, I know, right? <laughs> I watch crime shows all the time. But the first thing somebody says whenever they're about to kidnap a child or do something, they say they want you to be quiet because they don't want to draw attention. And that's the that's the first thing you need to do is draw attention. Or even, like you said, if you notice somebody's suspicious and they finally be like, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. I see you. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> the head turn is always a good one, too. <laughs> but yes, but yes, doing that. And so, um, so, of course, as moms and as women, we're out doing errands all the time. We have our kids with us. What are some other tools, actual tools or weapons, um, that we can um, use whenever we are out and about um, with our family or just running errands by ourselves? Okay, so we always think that we need everything that's in our purse. We don't. Most things that we can use, we can keep on our body or in something um, as simple as, let me show you, this little... It's like a little neck purse. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bag that can go around your neck and fit inside of your shirt. It has two zippers. You can fit whatever, pretty much everything you need in that and on your person. So um, you don't want to always carry a purse, especially when you have little ones with you, because if that is what, if that's what the attacker is looking for, if they want the money or they want whatever is in the purse. They're going to, you know, try and take you as the person versus trying to get the, the things out of the purse. And now yeah. you're at risk. So um, everything that's inside, you don't want them to have access to that either. So just keep your phone on your person, your keys on your person, and your, like, a little wallet or something on your person. Not in the actual bag, not in the actual purse. They can take the purse. You can throw the purse because they think that that's what they want, whatever is inside. So um, if you have your keys on your person, if you have your phone on your person, you can get away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can call for help, you know, everything that you need, and you still have your money. Um, so they can have the lip gloss, and they can have the, the thing, whatever else, Chad, you got in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, keep that um, on your person. And then I will also say try and carry something small. Uh, I keep thinking just little kids in my head. Um, something small that is safe enough for you to have um, 
on you with them that's not going to cause any issues when it comes to safety so like a pepper spray so like something as simple as pepper spray this one has like a little thing where it fits on your pants yeah yeah you can clip it on your pants um and it has a little thing here where it turns on and off on and Mm -hmm. off so that's a little safety mechanism when you do have little kids, but it's easy for you to get to and turn on with your thumb and spray if you need to do that. And then something, again, that has another clip is a knife. Um, it has a clip that you can put on you and keep away from your kids as well, but it also has a glass break mechanism on it here that works really, really well, yeah. and a seatbelt cutter. In what instance would you need that? So if... Um, you are kidnapped or hopefully you're not, but if you are kidnapped and you have this on your person and it's clipped to you um, and you're sitting in the car and you're like, man, I know if I go to a secondary location, the statistics are not high for me to, to be able to survive this yeah. particular um, place. So you can break the glass, pick that up, break the glass of the window. It's going to shatter and crawl out the window. So it's like, do I want to move out of a moving car or do I want to wait until we get to a secondary location? No, I think I'm going to take my chances. Yeah. I'll probably roll, move out of a rolling car <laughs> um, and cut myself out of the seatbelt in case safety is first for them. Yeah. And they put the seatbelt on you. Um, now you have something like that. And you don't even have to open the weapon. You don't even have to open that knife to use it. It's just something as simple as, let me break that glass. Let me cut that seatbelt off of me and get out. Because yeah. um, remember, my goal is to get away and go to somewhere where I can get um, help for safety mm-hmm. purposes. My goal is not to stand there and fight and see what else they're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you said, the goal is to get away. Sometimes we go and fight and it's just like, no. <laughs> right. It's just, it's just right. us for us to get away. And even the pepper spray. Yeah. And she sells these, by the way, guys, the pepper sprays with the attachment where it can attach on your belt. Um, she sells those as well. And so I, I got going because I was like, ooh, <laughs> this will be great. Because me being, and like I told you at the class, me also being a vet tech, if you are someone who takes walks regularly or runs or jogs or anything like that, not only is it good for people, but it's good for animals come up, come up on you as well while you're doing, while you're out in your neighborhood. And let's say you like to jog at night. Some people do. There, there, are, there are nocturnal animals that come out to hunt during night. And so you can use your pepper spray to spray an animal as well, not only just an attacker of, of a person before an animal. Right. I do want to uh, go back to what you said earlier when yeah. you said that you know that you will freeze up. I wanted to touch on that because it's important when we know how we will react to something. That way we can figure out how to fix it before something actually happens. Exactly. So I just wanted to commend you on knowing like that's what your reaction would be. You took a class and figured out, okay, this is what I need to do to be able to speak up and not uh, have that fight or flight syndrome where you're not saying anything at all and you're ready to go the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. The, the physical part wasn't hard for me. I was like, I can do this. Right. <laughs> Whatever you had me to add that vocal part to it, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. As men, we have to learn how to do So it it comes natural when we use the mom voice. It comes natural, but when we have to be aggressive towards somebody else and a stranger, it is kind of hard for us. Um, if you remember, like a couple people in a class when they would hit Bob and oh, I'm so sorry, would I hit too hard? No, don't apologize. What you apologizing for? Yeah. No, that's what I need you to do. Yeah. So. 
um, using your voice, that is so, so, so important. And then learning how to be aggressive, taking the time to figure out where where that lies inside is so important. Exactly, exactly. Thank you for touching on that. Um, so what is a powerful move that we as women or we as moms can use um, if we're out and about? Again, I know you spoke of um, in the class how women are more bottom heavy. So I'm sure you're going to touch on that. But what is a move that we can do to defend ourselves? Yeah, so women are very bottom heavy. And that's where our strength comes in uh, when it comes to defending ourselves or somebody else. But we don't always want to fight from the ground. That's the only thing. Like, I don't want to be on the ground trying to kick somebody and kick them away and fighting. But uh, I'd rather be on my feet. Um, So I'm going to pull Bob over here real quick. Come on, Bob. <laughs> just a little bit. So, so if right y'all are something, feel free to press the heart button if y'all are taking something from us, just so we know that we're actually giving y'all something that y'all are that y'all can appreciate and that y'all can take back at another time. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yes. So the important places here would be on, on a face on an attacker would be the nose, of course, the mouth, and then the side of the face here, the cheek. Um, and the growth, um, throat area, those are going to be the most important parts that I want to talk about as far as what, what to do next. I'm going to show you a palm heel strike, right? So a palm heel strike is literally using the palm of your hand right here and striking them, uh, striking the attacker in those particular areas that I just pointed out on Bob. So you're, you have a kid on a hip, you got your good hand that's open, or maybe it's not your good hand that's open doesn't matter because it's all in the technique, um, not necessarily in the strength. The strength is going to come through when the adrenaline is pumping, right? So the adrenaline is pumping and pulling through. You have the baby here, palm heel strike, and you're going straight for the nose. You're going straight for, um, you're going straight for the nose here. Yeah. And when you're, when you're doing it, your goal is to go here. So now you have Bob going all the way back. Yeah. yeah. So you're having the head go like this is what it's looking like mm-hmm. because you're affecting the places here. So now if anybody's ever been accidentally hit in the face, it hurts. It in hurts. the nose. Mm-hmm. When you're doing it on purpose, it's really going to hurt. And that's what you want. Um, also, you want the waterworks, the effects to come out. Um, so you want Bob to start to start crying and use your pepper spray to intensify whatever effects that he's affecting or that he's experiencing from your palm hill strike. So now we just delivered a palm hill strike. You see the waterworks coming. They're disoriented. You're using that pepper spray. You're giving them a stream across the eyes here uh, because water will intensify the effects of pepper spray. And now you have done enough for them to be hurt and down for a good five to seven minutes, which is enough time for you to go in the opposite direction. So um, that palm heel strike is extremely important. If you do end up on the ground and trying to defend yourself, those kicks, those kicks where you're using your foot, the bottom of your foot, uh, the heel of your foot, and punching or kicking um, towards the knee. Our knees are meant to bend in one direction. So when you're kicking from the ground and intentionally kicking uh, the knee to go in the opposite direction, 
then that's going to hurt. That's going to do some damage because that's not what our needs are designed to do. Uh, do you also remember me saying that adult temper tantrums, crazy always win? I know. Whatever you say this, I was just like, oh, I have to just <laughs> yes. embrace my Girl. Crazy always win. toddler. <laughs> The adult temper tantrum. Um, so we're talking to moms here. So you know when your child is having a temper tantrum and they are all over the place and they just kick it in. I don't want to have... Okay, now we in public. People see, right, because they're making noise. They're using their voice. You kind of feel embarrassed. Like, if you don't stop this right now. Yes. So you know, people are looking and drawing attention to what that child is doing. That's what you want to do when you are uh, being attacked in, in the middle of being kidnapped or whatever by, a, a, you know, by a bob. You know, <laughs> exactly. Fall out, girl. <laughs> do that adult temper tantrum. Those arms, those legs, everything where they cannot grab just one part, one part of your body and drag you to where they want you to go. So fight, 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 fight. Yes, and I even um, I even like what you had said about the um, well one one of the biggest things I learned was that I didn't, I didn't realize pepper spray was water induced, and so how you were saying kind of like the layer as Ari said the layer of defense is like I'm gonna do a palm hill strike and I'm gonna spray because the water is already there and I spray you that's gonna intensify now you can get away and run right and so yeah. I never knew that pepper spray was water induced I just thought you sprayed and. You did your job. <laughs> and that was and I didn't realize that until I got pepper sprayed in the police academy. And so we got pepper sprayed and then it was like, okay, go to the shower and clean up. And you go to the shower and you're like, oh, oh my gosh, it's on 10 all over again. Why? And then you go home that evening after you're done with the police academy that day. So it's what, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, you get back in the shower. You're like, oh, I just want to wash this off again. And you're like, oh, no, that hurts. It still hurts. Yeah. And yeah, I was I was this close to going back to the police academy the next day dirty. <laughs> She was just like, I'll take my chances. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they hurt so bad. So, yeah, it, it definitely intensifies the effect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then can you also, with the kicks, I know you're talk, talking about the kicks on the ground, if you don't mind. Can you also talk about what kicks we can? Can we do the same type for standing up, like kicking towards the knees as well? If you're standing up, you want to aim towards the... Um, it's called like the, the apex, like the A-frame of the body. So just straight up the middle. Um, you never know if they're wearing a cup. Sometimes if the attacker is a male and they know that women um, like to kick straight towards the middle uh, to their growing, to their private parts, they may wear a cup. So they may be prepared for that particular kind of kick. It doesn't mean it won't be effective, um, but it's just something that they may anticipate and prepare for. Um, and they may, you know, close their legs real quick and put their hands over or something like that. So um, you can still aim, if you're standing, you can aim straight up the middle. That's right. Just take that foot, have it arched, and um, kick. Yeah. Kick is... The power is in the legs. Again, your adrenaline's already going. Um, so it's not about, okay, are my legs, my feet shoulder width apart and all of that. You don't need to focus on that. Your goal is is to induce pain as quickly as possible. So, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, awesome. Um, I think that you kind of touched on this some, um, how, because 
obviously one of the biggest fears I have with now having my third child, being pregnant with my third child, is that I actually will have my baby with me when something like that happens. And so I think you kind of touched on that pretty much in the scenario that you have brought up um, and the Palm Hill strike, anything like that. But um, is there anything else, any other tips that our moms need to know that our ladies need to know in regards to defending themselves? Uh, let me see. I really want to see anything wrong. Come on, prepare Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> I wanted to touch on tunnel vision. So we're always so focused on what our kids are doing, getting them to the car, getting them out of the car and all of that, that we're not, we're not paying attention to our surroundings. So that's something that we need to realize is I need to know where's the closest exit to me. I need to know, is this person sitting in a car watching me? I need to know, but I don't know that unless I, I have my head on a swivel and I'm looking from left to right and I'm looking behind me, but also attending to the needs of my kids. So situational awareness is, is uh, extremely important as well. Just knowing what's going on around you. Um, where does your path of escape? Yeah. Where, where's the way that I can quickly get away if somebody was to come to me right now? Um, so I always do the what if scenarios in my head. And I saw a meme the other day that was that said, um, my girlfriend asked me, how do I sleep so good? I reply with, I don't have scenarios in my head 24 seven. And I'm like, man, that's so true. Cause I always, I have scenarios in my head. Yeah. Um, and it's just for preparedness. So I'll know what I need to do, uh, if something ever happens, but yeah, sometimes it can't keep us up at night. Um, something that was. It's not really personal safety, but I saw this and I thought it was really good, um, especially talking about kids. We are getting close to the summer, especially here in Texas. It, it's already warm out, um, and we want our kids to be in a pool or buying swimsuits for them right now. So the swimsuit that you buy for your, for your child, make sure that it is a bright color and not the same color as the water so don't do a blue swimsuit because if they're in the water drowning now we it's kind of hard for us to see them but if it's a yellow swimsuit that's floating or a yellow swimsuit going to the bottom of the water to the pool or whatever um you know it's a little bit easier to see so that was something that i thought was really neat but that is so true um because my little 10 month old She's in swim lessons right now. And I'm like, man, I just bought this cute swimsuit with a little unicorn on it. But if I put it in the water, that's true. She blends in with the water. Yeah. So I'll be looking to get another swimsuit. And then um, carrying boys. Because boys like to just go. Boys boys have, um, unfortunately, boys have, um, there's more dragging with boys than there is with girls. Because boys just have the adventure aspect. And they just want to, ooh. I want to go. And uh, we, we've been teaching Joe well uh, with water safety and such. Um, Gemma's a little bit more calmer. She's like, I just wait in the water and splash myself. But Joseph, Joseph yeah. out there. And, and that's where you have to just. There's always one. There's always one. It's always that one. But that's good. We sure did have our, our nice little blue Paw Patrol swimsuit. So we're going to be turning that in uh, this year. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Exactly. Something else that goes into that tunnel vision uh, that I talked about was writing down important numbers. So if your child swallowed a product at home, are you dialing 911? What is 911 going to tell you? Or what are they going to say? You're going to be on hold for them to contact poison control. You can stay in a bud and contact poison control on your own. What's the numbers of poison control? Hmm. 
So that may be something that you want to put on your refrigerator or somewhere close where you can see because my child is choking. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm frantic. I'm, you know, I'm not trying to figure out how to go to Google and find this phone number real quick when I can just look at the fridge and dial it in. So uh, something like that, keep important numbers readily visible, um, especially if you have like a babysitter or something like that, people that are coming in to, to watch your kids for you where they'll know that this is where the numbers are located. I mean, 911 is still good to call, but if it's not something that's immediate, then you may want to have those numbers. Yeah, that's, that's good. Poison control, um, again, because I am a vet tech, um, animal control is always good. If your child comes into contact with another am- animal, um, while you probably will call the police first, if your child's mm-hmm. dog was bitten, I'm sorry, your um, pet was bitten by a dog oh. or something. Thank you. I don't know where I was. Your child. <laughs> if your child was bitten by a dog, may not be yeah. whether it's your pet or not. Um, that's also good to have have the number for animal control to report these type of things. If there's a wild dog going in your neighborhood that could be aggressive, that's also good as well. Having certain numbers, that was good. I'm, I'm going to be working on that once we get off of that because I, I definitely don't have those numbers available. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is good. Oh, yeah. Well, thank I know pregnancy brain. Thank I know Ari. Just blame it on the baby. I blame everything. <laughs> you know, it never goes away, but it just never goes away, Ari. Exactly, it doesn't. And then it goes from pregnancy brain to mom brain. Like it's just yes. Yes. That's, it. that's it. Well, thank you so much for being on here. Um, let's tell everybody how they can um, learn more about you, your page, website, and your next event. Okay, so you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Foxy Defense Pro. So F O X Y D E F E N S E P R O um, on Facebook and Instagram, and then my website is FoxyDefensePro.com. Um, and then if you scroll down, you'll see all the events that I have going on. I have a class coming up a couple weeks in April, and then the next one will be June fifth. So um, <clears throat> that will be coming up today. So like within the next 30 minutes or so I'm putting that one up uh, so yeah if you're interested send me a DM and I will give you a code so you can get a percentage off of your ticket yay yes tell them that you listen that you were on the live you listen to the podcast <laughs> and you can love this you have to listen to the end stay to the end that's right that's why you stay to the end <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you so much again. I truly enjoyed this. I hope that all of our mom friends out there enjoyed this as well. Um, it will be on our podcast in the next couple of weeks. So if you didn't get to hear it here, you will be able to hear it on um, Four Moms Podcast. But thank you again, Demetra. It's always a pleasure. You're welcome. Yes, ma'am. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>